What's up, world? It's Katrina. And Marlena. And this is Excess Baggage. The podcast where two friends in their 30s unpack all of life's baggage. This episode, we're unpacking aging. Okay, let's start the show. Hey girl, what's your baggage today? I would say it's two things. (laughs) One, (laughs) I don't know, man. I know we've been talking about COVID for like the longest time, but I mean, we've been in COVID for the longest time. (laughs) I know, but damn, can a bitch live? Like every time I turn around, I get a little comfortable and then I hear some random ass story about, oh, the Delta variant and this is happening. And, you know, now California is talking about, oh, um, when you go inside, you know, maybe we should go back to people wearing their masks inside. I was like, it's too late now. These motherfuckers going to do whatever they want. I, I yeah. dare you. If the, yeah. the only place that they probably can like for real, for real, like mandate that would be like the grocery store. Somewhere that's so common, everyone has to go to. That's the only way. But other than that, no, I, I think people are just. I think gonna... they should have lifted the mask mandate in the first place. That didn't make any sense to me. Me either. I really didn't think so, but you know, I don't know. I was seeing some stuff. People doing, uh, they burning their mask, girl. They doing little. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that, but it was very strange. I'm like, I didn't think it was that deep. Yeah. Um, but apparently, it was. It was infringing on their rights, stalling. So. <laughs> They were just, you know, they're upset. I don't know. I'm ready. If we're going to go back, if if this is, I, I think this summer, we're going to see what happens, yeah. you know, because they said, damn, there are a lot of people and say, what, 70% or something of Californians are vaccinated. So let's see if the, if we, uh, if it really works. I mean, mm. there's nothing to know. We don't fucking know. Right. Let's see if it really works. And, uh. I'm still wearing my mask though. And I don't right. care what anybody says. And if they think I'm weird, then I'm weird then. Oh, well, Let I'm weird. Let me be weird. Yes. So that's one piece of baggage. And I think my other piece is just, you no, know, I think it's, it's, it's part two of the same thing, except like just with work. I just, I don't know. Part of me wants to go back, you know, everyone, mm. some people love and hate the working at home. For me, it would be nice to have a balance but I think yeah. for certain industries, like it's hard to do this work at home. And so, you know, for six months, it was okay. For a year, it was okay. But then once you get past a certain time period, like people are starting to freak out. And so <laughs> I'm thinking that certain people need to go back to work. If they feel like, you know what, this yeah. is something I really need to do. I need to go back to work, you know, and I feel that way in a way. But then I also am like, "Mm, I like it. It's kind of leisurely. I can still get everything done, but still have a life. And I think once I have children, you know, that'd be helpful if I could stay at home on certain days and, you know, do this hybrid. It'll be nice to see companies do hybrid work situations because honestly, like every nine to five, we ain't all sitting at the computer working our asses off. Okay. Every nine to five could, a nine to five could be a breeze where you took a two hour lunch and you didn't really do shit. And and that's okay too. I mean, work-life yeah, balance, right. but yeah, I don't know. Those are my 
it's COVID. It's COVID. It, it's got to go. I'm, I'm over it. it. I'm over it. I'm over people having trying to get their money back and shit. Like these airlines, I keep looking at flights and like $600. But what? Mm-mm. For where? Where are we going? And then some of the airlines are canceling flights and because they, they're uh, understaffed. Exactly. Which is, you know, that's unfortunate. But a whole uh, other issue. Yeah. Yeah. You need to get some more people on board. You want to charge me more money and you ain't got as many people on board. Exactly. Helping me out and doing what I need to do. Can't even get the snacks I really want. Y'all giving me just some wild shit that I didn't really want. I just flew not too long ago. It was like, oh, okay. It was was super basic. They need to, you know, airlines, they super trash, yo. Like, really, if you think about it, you think about the quality of things that you used to get. 15 years ago maybe like you would go on a plane and they would give you an actual meal now they're just fucking here's a cookie here you parrot here here's some fucking peanuts you give (laughs) it's like what that's all you're giving me i just spent five hundred dollars and all you're giving me is this yeah. And, and not even free booze going yeah then you want to charge me for booze too it should all be included fuck that (laughs) Not that anymore. Anyway, I started this extra for that. I I started. Exactly. You got to get in first class for for some sense of hospitality. But anyway, I digress and I went on a tangent. (laughs) Sorry, audience. But, you know, Katrina, what's your baggage today? Um, My baggage is there's a lot of shit going on in my life. And I probably need to take some time off and like deal with the shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or like just two, and I'm going to do that with that. I can, but I'm having a hard time with it. I was telling my cousin today, I have a hard time taking time off sometimes because I only work like three days a week. So I'd be like, do I really? And I don't even work like eight hour days. So I'd be like, do I really? Like, it's okay. I can work those like five hours no, a day. No, but no, I don't um, agree. <laughs> Like, I'm like, no, no. First of all, you are in mental health, okay? So you're dealing with a lot of people's mental health. So that means you need to make sure that your mental is straight. Because if you're not, how are you going to be serving these people, number one? And number two, it's too much. We It's called excess baggage. You you need to be able to take some time. So, okay. So I hear you and I agree with you. I think the challenge is when the stuff that I would be taking time out for is not going to change. That's when it becomes challenging. Because like, it's not going to be different in a week or two. I'm still going to be dealing with it. Yeah, I'll have had some time off, but it's still going to be the same shit. And I think that's where I start to have a problem because I'm like, I'm going to have to go back to work anyways and none of this shit is going to change. And recognizing that I I probably just need to take a break just for the sake of taking a break. Um, and especially because right now I'm not just working as far as like seeing clients. I'm also uh, doing other things and uh, in the process of expanding. So I'm hiring therapists right now. So that's a whole other like role that I'm taking on. And I'm kind of like, maybe I should just like not see clients for a couple weeks or something like that and just like two weeks you're the you're the boss yeah but katrina also got to get paid and (laughs) if i don't see clients (laughs) ain't nobody paying me there's no vacation time over here we working up to that we ain't there yet okay Um, like this i'm like shoot i was like (laughs) 
if I was my working for working for yourself, you can just take time off whenever you want to and all of that kind of stuff. People forget the money don't roll in if you ain't working. That's true. <laughs> That's true. No, you're right. I'm but getting I would, there. I'm working on it. Um, yeah. I probably just, you know what I would do? <laughs> I would be like, hey, um, clients, like, I know we only see each other twice a week but you think about doing another session or you know I would probably like try to like get some money like before I was about to like take off for those two weeks so then I wouldn't feel so bad yes just I would I've done that before but not in the way that you talked about it um (laughs) when I'm taking time off what I'll do is I'll take the clients that like maybe I see them on every other week or I see the like the clients I see every other week mainly not the ones I see weekly, but the ones I see every other week, I'll be like, hey, do you want to move to one of the opposite weeks? That way I still have the same amount of money coming in. It just won't come in that week. It'll come in the week before Mm -hmm. the week after. Mm -hmm. I've definitely done that, but most of my clients are bi-weekly, so I can do that and it usually works. Yeah, so I will definitely absolutely take some time off, schedule my clients that I see bi-weekly before or after that week so I can make sure that money is still coming in. But I'm not scheduling additional sessions for clients that I see once a week. That's not happening. Um, <laughs> like, it's, it, it, if it's not necessary, then why? You know what I mean? Like, if they're in crisis and they call me like, Katrina, I need another session, that's a different story. But because I'm going on vacation? No. <laughs> no, not unless they feel like they absolutely need to be seen. But yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. I know I am, I acknowledge today, which is why that is my baggage for the day, that there is a lot of shit going on, even in just the last couple of weeks. This, like, I was going to say this month is now July, but the month of June was a shit show. Um, and it's, just a lot. And I know I recognize today I should probably take some time away. I don't know what that's going to look like. I already cut my event schedule for the summer, but I might need to take some time away from doing it. We'll see. It's just hard. It's hard to, to sit around and be in it, <laughs> says the therapist. Right. Right. <laughs> um, but when it's a life transition that there's nothing is nothing about it is going to shift. It's going to be the same thing next week, next month, whatever. It makes it challenging to say, I'm going to take this time. But I realized today there's a lot happening and I should probably, even if it's just a couple of days, just take a break. So yeah. that is my baggage today. The therapist is having a hard time, you know, taking care of herself in this moment because I'm also a business owner and I got bills to pay. I shit to do. <laughs> can you pay my bills? Can't pay myself on bills. Listen, if somebody could come and pay these bills, I take all the time. Then maybe, maybe we can chill. <laughs> Mm-mm. Um, well, today's topic is aging. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how gonna, that transition. Not gonna lift your spirits <laughs> up or anything, but uh, what are we gonna have where we not lifting my spirits? We gotta pick different topics. I don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. We need like a series of just happy. Episodes. Yeah, we're going to. Okay, yeah. <laughs> after the next one. So like after this next one that we have next, we'll do a happy series. Okay, I bet. <laughs> Let's do it. 
Let's do a happy series. Uh, <laughs> We're geez. just keeping it real. That's how I feel. But, cool, but listen, this is the second time you didn't say this to me on the episode, and I'm tired of it already. <laughs> I'm just saying, when keeping it real goes wrong, getting older, the thing you realize is happening once you hit 25. I know. And you know, I was thinking the other day, I was driving and I was on Melrose because that's where my 25th birthday was. I had like this mm-hmm. big party and I passed by the spot. Like, it's not the same name or anything like that. It's, I don't even know if it's open anymore, but they've gone through name changes. I've gone mm. there when it wasn't the place <laughs> that I had my party at and it was some another name or whatever, but you know, same thing. It's a bar restaurant. Right. And um, now it's just completely shut down. And I was thinking like, dang, man, I should have really took that in. I should have really took in my 25th birthday. I was so caught up on like, Ugh, I don't even want to go into that. But I was so caught up in <laughs> something specific that didn't happen the entire mm. party that I, you know, spent all this money. I'm not saying I didn't have a good time. I did have a good time. Right. But I like spent all this money or whatever. But at the end of the night, like I was still like upset. Like I wasn't happy. And I got mm. super fucking drunk. And I want to say <laughs> when I say drunk, I was drunk, drunk. Like they had to carry me to the car. That's how drunk I was on my 25th birthday. And in my defense, because I was planning the party and I didn't really have any help, you know, it was just me planning this party. So I'm running around, I'm picking up balloons, I'm doing all these different things that I really didn't eat. So I get to the party and then everyone's like, happy birthday. And they're like, here, I bought you a drink. Here, let's do a shot. And I'm just like, oh, I'm just moving. You know, I'm doing the M Lively thing. I'm being lively and you know it went downhill so (laughs) but I was just thinking about aging because that really doesn't feel like that long ago to me neither does even my 18th birthday 16 I would say now is like okay that's kind of far but 18 I still know I was at like at on this red dress I was at uh eating dinner with at Buca de Beppo at like city walk with my friends and i remember it was raining that day like i remember i remember my 18th birthday but now that i'm in my 30s i'm like damn man that was a while ago though that was a while ago and so i'm like like i i just hope that i keep that spirit like just keep up a spirit that's like about living because i've seen too many older people just you know i'm old you know, they say stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, but you're living. So like, yeah, maybe. But life changes. I know. And maybe your knee older. hurts or maybe something happened or whatever. But like, just to be like, I'm old and not have any more experiences and just kind of be like, oh, I guess I'm just going to ride this out and complain. Like, I don't want that. Okay. Like, I'll complain. Yes. Like to be constructive. But like, if we're not actually like for real, for real, doing anything, then I'd be trying to like, I don't know how, no one knows how long they're going to live. So I'm I'm trying to do all the things and see all the things while I can, you know, and then we'll see what happens in the next lifetime, you know, something else. I don't feel like death is like, that's the it. That's the, that's the end. Like Janet Jackson. No, I think it's literally 
you die and then it's you're reborn. I feel like you're reborn again or like something happens. Like you're, mm. you're you have your life is still going, you know, especially mm-hmm. when you're creating like legacies and lineage. Like, I don't know. I just don't think death is the end. So that's why I feel like aging. I don't know. I really just hope that I keep that, that high spirit. Like, I hope I don't get there and be like, I know what those people are talking about. Now I get it. Now I'm old, you know, but I'm like, I thought you only older as you feel. So <laughs> I'm just going to be like, Sometimes you be feeling old as shit. I know. I'm just like, I just want to, I don't know. What is it working out? But your body, your body might feel off. We don't always have control over that. True. But I don't know. J-Lo is 50 and that bitch looks more toned than I do. She looks like (laughs) she does. She does. But I'm just saying (laughs) something. There's there's, different. Okay. Right. I know. I'm just like, there's gotta be a secret or something. I don't know. Keep walking, go on walks. I don't know. What is it? I don't, no one knows. I don't know. Some people do. I mean, I think, Oh, okay. So this is making me think of, I was reading some article, something something I saw probably on Facebook somewhere or whatever. It might have actually been a video. But anyways, it was a woman, I want to say she might have been like 100 or something like that. Like, she was old. <laughs> and they asked her, what was the secret? And I've seen a couple of these. So one of them, this particular woman, Black lady, had me cracking up because she was like, I just mind my business and read my Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> just mind your business, mind your business, you'll grow up with grades or whatever. And then I've seen other stories where they're like, like, well, what were the things that you did that you felt like kept you young? And it's like, oh, like I have a shot every day. <laughs> so whatever the people are telling you who are not there yet, like, I don't know. <laughs> because... I don't know if I believe any of it. Like, whatever people are telling you, if they haven't gotten there yet, all of these uh, mysteries, theories, doctors, all of this stuff that people say, I don't like, who knows? Sometimes you just live long. (laughs) (laughs) You, You can prevent yourself from, like, aging more drastically by, you know, eating healthy, working out, keeping yourself like well in all of those different ways, not stressing, minding your own business, that kind of stuff. But I mean, life be life in. So who knows? True. I mean, I just don't, I'm not ready to get old. I guess that's <laughs> at the end what of the day. Old, I don't know, but whatever that is, because you know, ready for what, I'm just not ready for it. Like I just can't, oh, I just can't see it. I can't see it. But then like, once you're there, it's like, you're there. Right. Right. So I'm just hope that like my partner or whoever I'm, whatever is going on in my life, I hope that it's like super positive and I'm super just pumped. You know what I mean? Like, I just hope that I'm not like another day, (laughs) you know, I just hope that I'm not like that. Yeah. I feel that. I definitely feel that. I'm okay. Getting older. I think I'm not ready to feel old in my body. Like, I'm not ready for my body to just not be my body. The way that I'm used to it. I mean, already going into my 30s. My body is different. We can say that. (laughs) But it doesn't feel old. It just, 
one more season. <laughs> one not more seasoned. <laughs> not seasoned. No, that's true, because though. I've been an athlete for a really long time. So now I'm starting to feel some of the impact of that in a way that I did not when I was younger. And it's not like I feel old, but it's like, oh, yeah, that's an old injury that, like, yeah, it's been worn a little bit, right? Um, right. But that, to me, like, it doesn't feel like my body is just wearing away it's just yeah you you don't have some bumps and bruises along the way <laughs> you can do it all right. the day um but i'm not ready for my body to just not be in a place where i can get up and move and do the things that i want to do and feel okay like i yeah, know of course i'm not gonna be as strong or i'm not gonna my weight might be carried differently and different things like that like that's that's okay but I'm not ready for that, that that other stuff. Not feel like I can get around. Yeah, to me, that's the scariest part about getting older. It's not feeling able, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't want that. Also, I'm more nervous about... So, okay. So my grandmother is 89 years old. And, like, she's 90 this year. And, like, there are episodes of people in her life just, like, dying, incessantly it feels like like every time you turn around i think i'm not ready for that like when you need to be the old one <laughs> like you outliving all your friends and family members i think that would be really hard for me i don't know how i would deal with that and you know the isolation of it i mean she's been lucky enough that she could go places and do things and she's been very active minus covid but i i would I think I'm more nervous about that part. Like, I'm not ready for the people in my life be living forever in my family. <laughs> be outliving everybody. <laughs> no, yeah. My great-grandmother, I think she was 89 when she passed. My other great-grandmother, she passed when she was 60, but my grandmother now is, you know, in her mid seventies. So she's outlived right. both of her parents. You know, I feel like my right. grand, I feel like my grandparents are just going to live a long time because they, I don't know. I just have that feeling. They already have lived a long time. No, I know. But even, I feel like it's going to be even longer. Like they just, to me, they've kind of like stood the test of time, even through like struggles or whatever. Like they've still yeah. like, they're still them. <laughs> They're still them. Well, great. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we are still us then too. Right. You know, I don't know though. Cause like, do you get older and then you go into a stage of just like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to be different now. Like maybe I just don't give a fuck anymore. Like I'm just now. Like, there's a lot of that happening as people get older. Right. My grandma is like that, but also I feel like she's been like that as long as I've known her. <laughs> <laughs> right but i just feel like the Never older the older they get get it's like oh okay yeah like, i'm yeah i might say something a little out there and it's okay like what are you gonna say you're not gonna right. say anything what are you gonna right. say so yeah. i get that i don't know but yeah. then i think about it, i'm like come on we're only in our 30s like I, I don't feel like like i said i don't feel old at all i don't like yes my body has changed or whatnot but right I don't feel old. The only thing is, no, if anything, I feel like I have more, it's more seasoned, yes, but it's more seasoned stamina. Like now I kind of know like, okay, I know what I can and cannot do. And then like, <laughs> it's fine. Like I'm fine with that. 
you know, things that I was daring enough to do in my twenties. Like now I'm just like, no, I'm not doing that. (laughs) Not doing it. It's cool. Uh, (laughs) You know, it's like, it's cool, but I'm I'm not doing that. And I think that's just like a, the privilege, I guess, to me about get you know, aging, I guess that's like the silver lining you, you know, as long as you're, you know, on the right track, I feel like you grow each stage. So yeah, there's going to be, by the time we get to our 60s and 70s and 80s and however long, you know, I feel like then you're like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to do whatever I want. Right. <laughs> Who knows how, how much longer I'm going to be here. I'm doing what I'm going to do whatever I want. Right. Mm-hmm. Remember, when we, well, I don't know if this was the case for you, but when we were younger and 30 was old. <laughs> oh, yeah. I used to say that. I used to tell my dad, I was like, he told me he was 30, you know, when I was I don't know how old I was, but he's like, I'm 30. And I was like, oh, you're old. I used to say right. that to him. I, I used, used to say, say that, that too. Like, and 30 was like, so old to me. And now I'm like, that is, we're really not that not old. Not that old. <laughs> not that no. old at all. And I think it's also different in our our generation. I feel like we're kind of that, like, transitional generation where, like, our parents were... They like got out of high school and had whole jobs and were buying houses and stuff like <laughs> at much right. younger ages. Right. Whereas we're still trying to figure life out in our thirties. Um, like when I listen to some of the stuff that my parents were doing at my age, I'm like, y'all were like real adults. I don't feel like a real adult. Right. No, it's a true. whole different life. So yeah, I don't know. It feels. 30 feels a lot younger than I think I thought it was going to feel, partly because I realized there's so much life after 30, but also partly because I'm not doing the things I thought I would be doing by 30. That's true. It's really not true. in a bad way, but different. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> no, Hopefully yeah. Here, like family, kids. Well, I never thought I was going to have kids. That's not true. I thought I was going to be out here, like grown adult, having a house, like holding it down, paying bills, doing all of these like really adult things, vacationing all the time. That's not. I said to my friend today, I said to my friend today, I was like, man, I don't know who I'm going to end up with, but we got to have a vacation every quarter. Okay. (laughs) Every three months I got to get out of this bitch. So like this person has to be down for that. I I can't even, and I'm not even saying it has to be a long trip. Like it can be, you know, a little, Long weekend, oh, Thursday to Sunday action, something like that. You know, it could be something like that, but definitely something. I feel like every right point. at this point, like if you were open to it, but just don't stop me from doing it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> like I'm a go. You can come if you would like. However, if you ain't about that life, stay at home. That's fine. Just don't stop me from doing what I want to do. That's true. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> <laughs> I concur. I would do the exact same thing. Yes, I would. Case closed. Gotta go. Well, do you think there's like a, no, you said earlier, you don't think there's a secret to getting, to staying young because everybody lives however long they're going to live. Yeah. I think there are things that you can do to prepare yourself in a way of like uh, taking care of your physical, mental and emotional health, your spiritual health. I think those things definitely help. I also think you can prepare by like, let's be real, like you don't know how long you're going to live. You don't know when illness is going to strike. You don't know when accidents are going to happen. And so 
preparing also like your estate and doing all the estate planning things and having life insurance, like that kind of stuff. I think you can prepare in those ways, um, making sure that all of like your stuff is together. What uh, my, both of my grandparents on my dad's side, they had already purchased a plot mm-hmm. and paid for it. And like it was, so that kind of stuff was already taken care of. And so you can prepare in those kind of ways for like death. But other than that, I just feel like you got to live life and do the best that you can. Yeah, definitely estate planning. I don't know. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I got, I kind of like it one in one way, like, yeah, I want to prepare. And on the other way, I'm like, damn, man. I want to be prepared, but I kind of want my like family members to like, you know, do what they think I would have liked, you know, let them freestyle. I mean, really funerals and stuff like that are for the living. They're not for the dead. Yeah, but you have to like plan it to a T. Just no, but I'm saying, I, no, 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 definitely. That's what I'm saying. That's what I would do. I would set some money aside, yeah. but I would definitely like, like one of my aunts, they had like everything. Okay, mm. everything. She had everything ready to go and how she wanted it and and doves flown and it was a whole thing. And I was like, damn, this is really her. Like I, I like I felt like she was there, you mm-hmm. know. But I don't think I could do that. Right. I get that. Even though I'm a planner, everybody knows I like to plan parties and shit like that. But that's like the one thing that that's I would be the like ultimate party, Marlena. It's your mm. final party. No, I would plan the party and so no 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 that's what I would do. Not the not the fucking not the like funeral. cemetery and all party. that shit. No, I'll plan the after party. That's <laughs> what you'll be like, yeah. You got the DJ rocking, you got the food she like, everything. You know, I would plan that shit. But I don't know about like I'd set the money aside, let my you know, family, my loved ones, you know, pick out the colors and you know, I think, you know why? Because I feel like everybody in the family needs to experience that at least once, because guess what? People do pass away or whatever. And so I feel like instead of it being that one good daughter or that one good niece or whoever that usually has it together, has to plan everybody's freaking funeral, everybody should experience it together. You know? Yeah, but they that's do not it- how that should work. <laughs> Families be a wreck when somebody dies, and it's always drama. I know so much drama. Somebody's pitching in, somebody's not pitching in. Somebody didn't get their their money back. Somebody like it's always <laughs> gonna be something, and it be the main the main ones sometimes be the ones that ain't, that shouldn't have a say in the first place. No, that's true though. That's <laughs> straight facts. Cousin. That's present on the side that y'all don't even talk to. Like, I don't know. I feel like I want to (laughs) at least make sure there's enough that, like, my family will be okay financially. Like, me dying should not stretch y'all financially. Right. I, I don't really know that I care that much about what it looks like. Although, if I had it my way, y'all can always throw a crab boil in my honor. Put my picture on the table. Katrina, <laughs> said, <laughs> Katrina said, throw a crab boil. Listen, this is what my family does, and it is my favorite thing, okay? Like, I, I did it for my birthday several years. I've done it, like, if I ever get married, we having a crab boil. If I ever get married. <laughs> 
I don't know if that's ever happening, but this this man better know. We just we gonna be in the backyard kicking it, crab oil, because that's what I enjoy. So have a crab oil in my honor, pour out some alcohol, have a couple drinks, a couple shots of tequila. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> you gotta pour out some you gotta pour out some liquor for me no seriously <laughs> you got to one of my aunts passed away and her drink her favorite drink was co 45 yo and we drank some of that shit and i was like jesus i was like i could how was she drinking this i i just right. didn't it was just so like harsh uh-huh. but i drank it in her honor and we poured some out for the damn you, homie do you understand do you gotta do you it because i loved her like <laughs> so you i was just like I'm, damn i'm gonna miss her you know i'm gonna yeah. miss her and i'll miss this even though I, it wasn't for me but i'm still gonna miss this yeah so yeah i don't know i guess um, yeah the preparing is you know, do what you can. That's all do I'll say. What do can. what you can to make it a little, make the process a little easier. But yeah, I don't know if it has expensive. to be. Yeah, it is. First of all, we really do need to talk about that, though. I don't know if that's right. another episode. Like, what's up with the prices for, Everything. you know, storing when you die bones? I mean, you're storing bones. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to tell me it's 10 G's. A million dollars. Is this to get a damn, uh, what is that called when they put on the the, the uh, gravestone? You know how mm-hmm. much that costs just to get the person's name on it? It's ridiculous. It, it, you know, America, this is this all should be within the health care, okay? Because people live and then they die, okay? Girl. It's a whole, We what did we take? Um, human psychology, like yeah. the evolution of a human. So guess what? This should be included within our outro instead of they putting this all on us. the family that's so crazy they don't care a, a lick about us they just want our money even when you die that's why that is why honestly that is why i feel like estate planning wills that kind of stuff is really important just because especially let's talk about it black folks right there are generations above us that they owned houses they owned property like they really did it up and had themselves set up in ways that our generation, not to say that we're not doing it, but it's a little bit more challenging in certain ways. And because yeah, everything's fucking expensive. We can't buy right. shit. Especially <laughs> out here in Cali. And they kept a lot of it, but when they died, they were not the the family was not able to keep it for different reasons or like stuff happens right so somebody dies there's all kinds of things that end up lots of things happen (laughs) people are not able to keep these properties and things of that nature or the family fights over it like there's all kinds of shit and so i think that kind of stuff especially as black folks is really important because that is how you build wealth that is how you build generational wealth and that's how you get your family just settled and good that's how you keep your family settled and good Mm -hmm. so that kind of stuff i think is hugely important at least prepping in those ways like what are your assets how have you protected them so that your family can be good going forward that kind of stuff i think is something that black folks need to do more of i agree i completely agree you know but i also of course see the other side i know that it's a fucking struggle man it's a struggle and shit be happening that is unexpected and then you know you're not prepared because you've Mm -hmm. just been trying to survive all these years so long yeah and you know yep 
I hear you. That's just a lot. It so, is. but we still only just in our thirties, and hopefully, <laughs> we got time. <laughs> I pray the Lord we got time. Girl, we over here talking about uh, dying. What about just retirement? Because that shit's <laughs> not looking good either. <laughs> I know. We do need the retirement, though. Like, get your 401ks up, your stocks, whatever you got to do. Like, start doing something money wise because the little, Dang, the little crumpets, the little crumpets of the Social Security that they're giving people. Girl. Shit. You better yeah. have something. Something stored yeah. away for a rainy day, but you know, it also <laughs> people also need days. To, yeah, years of rainy days. And we pay so much taxes, man. Like it's 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 really ridiculous. I don't even want to get into that, but it's just pretty ridiculous that people are living on fixed incomes that you know have been paying into things for years. Forever. You know, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't know either. I gotta Figure that out myself. Whole different world when you ain't got nobody else taking care of that. You don't have a job taking care of that. I gotta figure that out for myself too. Yeah. Mm. Deep. <laughs> oh, adulthood. It gets better every day. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. Is there anything you're gonna enjoy about getting older, Marlena? Yeah, I'm probably going to be the old woman in the club. Not the club, though, like just the dance floor. Like, I don't think I'll ever stop dancing. And I look forward to that status of just like not giving a fuck. And like these young people like, oh, look at this old lady go. And it's just like, yeah, I'm still moving, bitch. Don't even come over here. Don't even don't even try to battle me on the floor right now. Just don't, you know, hopefully my heart's still good. You know what I'm saying? Hope my heart's still good. I'm getting my steps in. Like, yeah. I can't. Break it down one time. So I'm looking forward to that. But, you know, I just want to make sure that I keep active. You know, just keep active. Keep working at it. You know, not being lazy. Like, I just don't want to be lazy. Mm -hmm. And I know that sometimes we all have lazy moments. Like, I'm not saying don't be lazy. But I just don't want to get into, like... Like I said earlier, like waiting to die. Like I'm not doing right. that. Yeah. I'm definitely going to live. The next segment is called Roses. So Marlena, who do you want to give your rose to this week? Um, You know, after having that discussion, <laughs> I think I want to give my rose to just black people, man. Just black I don't, don't know. Crack. Yeah, black don't crack. Like our lineage are like it's just it's strong, man. Like I just be I be seeing some older black people or whatever, and they look strong. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, and I know they seen some shit. You know, like they really seen some shit. Like we've seen something, we've learned things, but like no, they were there. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just want to shout them out. We talking about aging, and I just think, you know, black is beautiful. It's amazing. We come in so many different shapes, sizes, colors, mm-hmm. you know, so, and we bomb. You know, if I am looking forward to something, it's just, I know I'm going to be fly. <laughs> I'm going to stay fly. So shout out mm-hmm. to black people. Staying fly, getting older, getting and all older, this stress and racism, and 
all the nonsense, but we still out here. But we still out here and they still jocking us, jocking our style. (laughs) So take it as a compliment. So Katrina, who are you giving your roses to this week? I'm going to give my roses to my grandmother. Oh, well, I have two grandmothers. I definitely should give them both the roses. But in particular, my grandmother that I was talking about earlier, 89 years old, going into her 90s. She's kicking it. Like, she's me, you know, she's older. COVID, I think, did a number on her a little bit. Kind of aged her in a different way. But she's been living life, was still driving, still out here hanging out with her friends, going places, going, you know, little trips to churches, taking stuff like that. She was on all of them. She was always going oh, grandma, you <laughs> going to the casino and all of that kind of stuff. Still dancing, moving, everything. So shout out to her. I want to give her some roses because she's lived a good long life and is still out here kicking it. So and I love her. I appreciate her. This is my my second like caregiver aside mm-hmm. from my parent unit. Like that's she ba- basically raised me growing up. So shout out to grandma. Living life. Oh yeah. Moving into her nineties. Shout out to my grandma too, man. <laughs> One love. No, I love her. She's she's a beast, man. She's a beast. Taking care of business, even when mm-hmm. it's not for her. It's not her business. She's taking care of everybody. Grandma's always doing that, and you gotta love them for it. Because my grandma be taking care of everybody that lived in this woman's house. Everybody, right? <laughs> because she, she take care of everybody, right? And we love her for it. Shout out to grandma. Well, that's another episode of Excess Baggage. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Excess Baggage Pod. That's Excess Baggage P O D. Be sure to like, subscribe, and review on the podcast app and Spotify. And remember to pack light and keep it tight. Faux show. Sure.